You know, I used to drown my thoughts, my worries, my stresses with alcohol. Now I have to rely on oneself. Now I have to rely to God. I have to pray. I have to have to get through it on my own. And that could be intimidating. I get it. I was there too. Like, I want to let everyone know, like, I'm not better than nobody, first of all. I'm simply a vessel. I am a testament of getting over alcoholism, the weed smoke, the tobacco smoke. Because I, too, was punishing my body. I was punishing my spirit. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ignite the World podcast. This is episode number 49, Why is Everyone Getting Sober? I am your host, Jamie Dottie Garza. I missed you guys so much. You know, the streak ended last week. I want to talk to you guys. I'm so grateful to be back on here. I was going for a full 50 episodes nonstop this year since 2023. There's been a lot of roadblocks. There's been other circumstances, but I always got it done. But last week, your boy was down bad. And I can thank a hefty stomach bug that was that was caught by my son. And it made its rounds. I was being like a wrestler. I was thinking I was the last man standing. And I thought I overcame. I thought I was the tribal chief. I thought I was the champion. But nope. Last Monday, I felt it. Monday morning, everything was brewing up and I caught it. I was down bad for a good 48 hours. And during that time, I was just like, man, I had to sit down. But I, I was like, wow, I really take for granted the simple things of just being able to move around and not be so fatigued and being sore and just being able to be in a great headspace to think. And I was miserable. Okay. So I, I apologize. Was I blown from the streak that the streak was ended? Yes, of course. However, I know that just pick back up. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing right now, episode number 49. This might be the last episode of the year of this season. It's been a, a blessed and ignited season. I don't know yet. Uh, that's in God's hands. But I want to talk about something I was supposed to talk about last week. So I'm going to talk a little extra. I'm going to talk my stuff. And it was around sobriety. And last Monday, I reached... 600 days of a streak of being alcohol free and I wanted to dedicate that episode towards it but during this week it's really cool seeing people want to get sober it's been more flooded than ever on my Facebook timelines of associates and friends who are talking about their goals of wanting to quit alcohol or maybe quit weed, quit cigarettes. And I love to see it, especially as being a young man who's 34 years old. And in my age bracket, we're still flourishing in our 30s under 40. And it's better to attack it now than later. And I see rappers like, I hear about rappers like The Baby who are being vocal about their sobriety and quitting drinking. And it's very uplifting 
And I want to share this episode on it because oftentimes in America, it's okay to go to the liquor store. There's one on every corner. There might be three ABCs. Just the other day, I was at Publix in the morning. It was like on a weekend, a Saturday, maybe even a Sunday. I was going to go pick a breakfast to cook. And I saw a line outside the ABC store. I'm like, yo, are they feet out? There was like six people just waiting for the ABC store to open. I'm like, I hope they're not alcoholics. I pray that they are not just fiending for this. Maybe they had a buy one, get one deal. Maybe it was like a after Black Friday deal. I don't know. But I sent prayers to them because like I couldn't imagine oneself waking up and the first thing on their mind they want to do is drink. Now, I'm talking like that because that used to be me. Full transparency, that used to be me many years ago. I dealt with alcoholism. Of course, I didn't classify it that at that point. I just classified it as, oh, I just like to have fun, have a good time, turn up a little bit. Let me get my bottle of hand dog. Let me, let me sip this yak. That's what I was associated with. But I didn't know I was really fiending. I was an alcoholic. And in America, it seems to be okay to go ahead and drown your thoughts, to go ahead and drown your spirits. That's why they call spirits spirits, because they attach to your spirit. This is what I believe. And weed might be illegal, might be legal in some places, but it's always been legal for one to turn 21, to go to the bar to drink however much they want, to go to a liquor store and buy how much they want. And that's always been legal. It's It throws me off because what I know now compared to what I used to know is that alcohol just keeps you down. As a man who is a leader, who has others dependent on him, who wants to set a great example, who's an entrepreneur, who is a man of God. Shout out to God, by the way, for delivering me because without him, I would not be delivered from alcoholism and quitting and being sober. So shout out to God. To a man who wants to rewrite the future and not let generational curses happen again. I realize alcohol is just an excuse. And when I was sick last week, when I was down bad because I felt absolutely terrible, it almost felt like a hangover. And I haven't had a hangover in over 600 days. I don't know what that feels like, but I remembered briefly because when I used to drink a lot, the next day I always felt like crud. Even if I fought through it, my stomach would just have all types of issues. And if I drank too much the night before, you already know what time it is. One's going to barf. But that rarely happened. It all came out the other end. And just feeling that fatigue and feeling less powerful and unmotivated, it sucks. And, you know, last Monday and Tuesday, I had to stop working. I had to cancel a big project that we've had in the works for a local company. And they were understandable, but I had to really sit down. And those are some of the things I appreciated by being sober. I encourage anyone out there, you know, and now especially is about to be 2024. 
And you might not be an alcoholic like I used to. You might not drink a lot. But if you've been putting your body through a lot over the past 10 years, especially in your 20s, and you want to try something different and you want to go a path that you never went through and you want to see, I challenge you. You know, I'm I'm, I'm speaking for the mountaintop because I, I know what it is on the other side. I, I'm there right now. I'm still here. It's lit over here, okay? It's a game changer over here when you take control of your sobriety, when you take control of removing alcohol from your life. Some of the benefits, I'm sure you guys see it now. You glow. You got that glow. Call me Chief Keith Sosa. I'm glow game, baby. My father told me, I think it was last month, we were on a phone call. He said he saw me in my eye on, on, on this podcast. He was watching. What up, Pops? He saw my eyes white. He was like, man, your 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 eyes are just so clean, clear. Yeah. Sobriety. I get my focus levels. This year, I was looking at my journal. Like, I've accomplished so much. I went after so much. And it was because my focus levels were focused. I used all that time that I would perhaps invest in alcohol for better use of self, giving my time to others in my house, to a point even my kids, they see it, they acknowledge it. Daddy doesn't drink. I was turning up, I bought some Welch's sparkling cider. That was my turn up. My son was asking why I don't drink beer no more because it does me no good. It does me no good to be beneficial for you, son. That's what I told him. If you go down the path and you do get alcohol, just realize you're depriving yourself of the best version you can be. You're a man without it. What are they saying on Friday? Craig's dad, I'm a man without it. <laughs> Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Confidence. My confidence level is out the roof. I'm no longer controlled by a substance. I'm not controlled. I'm saving money too. I'm not. I'm not buying no alcohol. You know, we'll go out to dinner with my wife. I don't have to pay alcohol fee. I'm Gucci. I have a confidence like when I get behind that wheel and I'm driving home, your boy ain't have one or two. If I get pulled over, nah, your boy is focused. I felt like that over Thanksgiving. Like we went to Virginia Beach, the family. I felt very confident leaving that table. Now your boy did have itis. That's another story. But I had so much confidence driving home, just aware, punctual. I love the accountability that comes with it. You know, I used to drown my thoughts, my worries, my stresses with alcohol. Now I have to rely on oneself. Now I have to rely to God. I have to pray. I have to have to get through it on my own. And, you know, sometimes I get it. That could be very intimidating, especially if you haven't started going that route. You might be having a lot of baggage underneath the carpet you've just been amounting to. And that could be intimidating. I get it. I was there, too. Like, I want to let everyone know, like, I'm not better than nobody, first of all. I'm simply a vessel. I am a testament of getting over alcoholism. The weed smoke, the tobacco smoke, because I, too, was punishing my body. 
I was punishing my spirit. Once I started really, and this happened because I started reading the Bible more. I started, I gave my life back to Christ and it wasn't too late. It's never too late. But he gave us these bodies, right? These are temples for us. If God was here, you think he would really be rolling up a backwood right now, roll, roll, smoking some weed, sipping some yak or champagne? I don't think so. You probably wouldn't be smoking a cigarette like a worker at the Dollar General. I saw a meme like that, by the way. That's why I brought that up. Before you go in, he wouldn't be doing that. He's keeping his temple clean and pure. Same you should be. In the same respect that I have for my body, I'm approved that. I'm not going to be putting no junk in it. I'm not going to be poisoning it. I poison my body enough. I'm just grateful to God that it didn't shut off and I can change, hopefully fix and repair my body now. And that's what I'm on right now. Someone who, like me, who battles with mental health and I struggle. You know, I attribute being alcohol free, being sober has elevated my mental health game and my strength to endure more. I've noticed that the past 600 days, I was the one to, before I quit alcohol, I quit alcohol first and then I quit weed. So I'm going on. And I stopped smoking weed for, I think I spoke about this, a full year. Here's also something too. Sobriety. I still don't know what's considered sobriety. I thought sobriety was just being alcohol free. And I was self-medicating with weed at one point, but I realized that weed was still messing up my mental health. I had to get rid of everything. I was convicted. God convicted me to do so, and that's what happened. You might have different terms for it, but at the end of the day, I feel like sobriety is all the above. Just want to throw that out there too. But with my mental health and how I combat and how I show up every day, I need to stay clear-headed all the time because if not, I don't know what reaction you can get from that drink you take or the many drinks you take or when you spark up that blunt or that weed. You don't know what it's going to do to your mind. I remember I had a panic attack like two years ago when I was smoking and I was trying to relieve my stress, but nah, that thing spanked me hard, smacked me in the face the whole opposite and I was like man I felt worse than before and those thoughts were those thoughts were dark man they were dark I want to be a vessel to anybody out there who to go ahead and try it you know everyone has big goals for 2024 is to start fresh up a new year a lot of those goals may be for a better you and if a better you takes eliminating alcohol try it all you got to do is one day try it for a week. If you're someone who is a heavy drinker, now I went cold turkey. That might be a little bit harder. But if that means like, hey, I'm not going to the bar this week, start with baby steps to get to the big actual steps. Listen to your body. The older you get, you got to listen to it. You're not missing nothing. One thing I'll come stream from the rooftops, you're not missing nothing. When, when you don't drink, you don't feel lonely. At least I don't. Even when I'm out with my family or at functions or with friends, no one's ever pressuring me like, oh, have a drink here. It's never that. See, as a man, I thought that was was going to be, but I'm so confident in myself that I exuberate that. 
like someone offered me a drink, I respectfully declined. Now, I might get a mocktail. I had my first mocktail actually in October when I was in a trip with a lot of business leaders in our area. And I was the only one not drinking. And I got a mocktail and they respect the game. I respect the game. I'm like, oh, I feel fancy. You know, sipping out my straw. Nowadays, I just got hip to the Welch's, what is it, grape juice, ciders, and they got that fizz just like it was champagne. I'm like, oh, man, it's lit. I'm about to be lit on Christmas and New Year's. Like, I could pop this instead. Because I like that fizz. I'm not going to lie. Call me B2K. I like that little fizz, baby. And it doesn't have as much sugar as sugar. I mean, it doesn't have much sugar as soda. So I'm like, oh, that's a win-win. And at the end of the day, I can still remain sober. Sobriety rocks. This is what I wish I had role models growing up, whether it be around my life or role models that I looked up to, maybe rappers, wrestlers, someone going against the edge to tell me. I know 50 Cent's one of them. I know Jay-Z's one of them. I think Kevin Hart is one of them. I hear that the baby now gave up drinking. I think French Montana. These are all rappers that I see and been hearing that giving up alcohol and I want to encourage this trend. Let's encourage this trend. Do it. For, don't and don't do do it for you. If you if you're someone who has kids and you know people who need you out here, do it for them. I see too many people just pour away their lives to a bottle and excuse after excuse, just draining in it, and it's keeping them down. Take it out. Get off that bottle. Get off that alcohol. You don't need it. You're a better version without it. We're meant to be without it. Imagine that. I know you can't dodge it. You'll see all around you. Everyone wants to celebrate. Every every every. Hey, this drinks on us. Like I get it. It's American culture, football, everything. I don't even like football. I did like football. Dallas Cowboys with Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith, Deion Sanders, and Emmitt Smith while rolling. But after a while, I, I can't tell you. I don't. I, Set apart, man. I can tell you about some wrestling, though. Like, Royal Rumble is about to be lit. Randy Orton's back. He's going to fight the Tribal Chief. WrestleMania's going to be lit. Road to WrestleMania, man. That's what I'm on. Even when I go to pay-per-view or I go to wrestling events with my kids, I get a soda just like them. Some popcorn, I'm Gucci. I, more of this, though. I encourage everybody. I love to see it. Get on that sobriety streak. You're a man. You could be buzzing without it. Give it a shot if you haven't tried it, and see what it can do for you. See how much your body will love you for it. I'm a, I'm addicted to that feeling. I hydrate every day. I'm able to work out more. My body is not. I know, I know what goes in my body. I respect my body so much, and I, I want to treat it the way it was intended to. I want to respect myself. That's all I got for you guys, though. If this is my last episode of the year, I just want to say thank you out there to each and every one of, one of you who's ever listened, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube video, watching it. Excuse me, I'm very thankful for you guys and the support. I'm going to continue to build this platform and ignite in the world. Every topic that I speak about it's all driven by the most high. I always let the Holy Spirit guide me to any topic I'm talking about. 
I don't plan this in months in advance or weeks in advance. Most of the time I get the topic within the day before or that week. And it's just something that's going on in my life. And I speak and I speak from true stories that I personally been through my testimony. That's why to this day, you don't see no one else on this podcast is self because I can rely on self because I'm going to keep showing up. I don't, I don't like waiting on people or coordinating with the time to get on here. And if that's going to push an episode back, maybe in the future I'll get there. But for right now, I'm going to continue to build this platform. I am a vessel. I've been through a lot already at 34 years old. And if I could share these stories with someone out there who might be doing this, might be going through the same thing and being the person that I wish I could hear when I was going through it. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And that's that's my mission with the Ignite the World podcast and what I'm going to continue to do. And I'm going to continue to pour out. I'm going to continue to show up. Because as long as I get one listener, I reach one, teach one. And we're going to keep this going. I'm a vessel. This is my voice that God's blessed me with. Every Every story that I share is just proof of how he delivered me from that. I'm no longer that. I'm still trying to find my deeper purpose. So I'll cycle. I'm just very thankful, very blessed, very grateful for you guys. I love you guys. I want you guys to have a safe holiday season into the new year. And let's ignite 2024. Before I go, remember this. We're all like sticks of dynamite. The power's on the inside. But nothing happens until the fuse gets lit. Ignite the world. 